Welcome to She Conversations with Andrea and Linda, two best friends. We get together to share our mindset, our growth, family life, challenges in our world, and the changes we experience as we evolve. We hope you enjoy. Like I am, we're both thankful pretty much, you know, for the podcast that we have, for the growth that we both have, and personally, you know. And when we say exciting, it's not always because it is joyful, exciting, but I think with age comes uh, a new level of self-evaluation where you know all the things that could go wrong, but all the things that are right. And... um. I feel, I feel like the gift of health is so important. The gift mm-hmm. of really, really understanding the gift of being alive because the option is not. Yeah. So just going back to the basics. So forget all the fluff, just being excited, intentionally being excited about what you have and totally let go of what you don't have because if it's not yours... It's not yours. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So true. So as we wind down, um, I guess that's probably the name of this podcast, winding down uh, this episode. Let's talk about the fears. You know, like we can probably define fear in our own way. You define, you know, what's your what's your own definition of fear. And I'll do the same. We'll talk about fears. We talk about, you know, gratefulness and fearless releasing all that. So let's start off like from the top and come down. So how do you define fear? Fear, I believe, is just because this is impromptu. If we had planned this, I will give you a a Webster definition of fear. But just off the top of my head, I'm going to say fear is anything that restricts me from being my best self, my full self. And it can be little things and it can be great. And all the things that I thought I feared going into this year, I realized not really. Because I was afraid, I could say I was afraid of death, but I was in the presence of death-ish this year. And I saw the death of someone I really love and that takes that took away the fear of death for me. So um, just exposing myself, and that gave me the lesson of just exposing myself to anything that I thought I was afraid of t- takes away the power of it. Mm-hmm. So being afraid of death is not my fear. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of a, still afraid of disease just because I don't, I have seen suffering and I don't like suffering. So I do not, I have more sympathy or empathy for disease more than death. Death is, has no sting on me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But not heavy about, about it, but um, that was my great fear. And it's, death is really not a, it's lost as big giant monster feels. Mm-hmm. 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 Absolutely. Um, yeah. You define fear probably the same as I do. It's um, for me, it's, you know, just like that emotion that's just uneasy, unpleasant, but we all have fear. 
you know, and this is all impromptu, you know, like our, our conversation that we're having today. And you talked about the fear of death, you know, and I used to be afraid of death, you know, until I realized it's not the death that I fear. It's not like me dying that I fear, but it's leaving the people, my loved ones behind, you know, just like, okay, if I'm, so it's not more so, oh my gosh, I'm afraid of me, but it's just maybe afraid of leaving my loved ones. How would they feel if I'm gone or how would they, how would they be, you know, or how would they, they'll miss me, of course, you know, I know they would, (laughs) but it's just like, so, so that's that, that unpleasant emotion. But then now, I mean, then I realized like it, it was redefined when I lost my sister, you know, I used to be afraid of dying. But then, um, then you realize, okay, no, you're not afraid of you dying, but you're afraid of being left behind by your loved ones. So when I lost my sister, I redefined it. And then it's so important, it's so crucial that you live your best life to the fullest. You tell your loved ones that how much you love them. Even if it's every day, just soak it in. And my sister was so intentional about that. And I knew I was loved by her. You know, so so therefore when she left the earth, that feeling, you just now remember all the sweet things and the good things, you know. So then that fear of death changed completely, you know. I cannot agree with you more. And um, even for me, that just the experience of having a loss, it, I learned the same thing because the memories, um, because I think my dad, I know for sure my dad was one of the people I loved the most, that loved me the most, loved me more than, whew, I don't even know what another human. I mean, he would, he would look at me straight in my eye and say, and just be so impressed by my presence. And and then the the fact that he passed away, the memory of just remembering all the things he said, all the things we got to do, all the conversations, those are the reasons why I now have those conversations with my loved one, why I call my husband in the middle of the day and just express my heart to him, why I tell my children how much I mean to them. If you are my friend, I will tell you, you will not have to guess. You will walk into the room and I will express to you that I love you. If I love you, I will show up for you. Mm. I, will, I will make the time to send you a text. I will make a time to let you know, to say, I love you. Because mm. I don't want you to guess. Because that was such a consoling power for me mm-hmm. when I have to think. And the memory of expression of love lives on. And mm-hmm. that is that has released the 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 fear of dying or 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 not living. Another fear I have is not living to my best potential, mm-hmm. and that wakes me up in the in the morning. Like I really don't have my alarm. The fact that how can I live today the best? Because I always I think that the gift of life is like day by day. I deserve to be here today. So God has given me that breath. So when I wake up with that mindset, I truly jump out of bed. And sometimes I jump out just to sit and reflect 
but that quickens my soul. Mm-hmm. Wake up with intention of what am I supposed to do today? And it might, it might not be, it might not be life changing. It might not be changing the world. But for me, I am, I was created for a reason today. Mm-hmm. Not my whole life, because that can be overwhelming. I just look at today and mm-hmm. I want it to be awesome. So, so that I can fulfill the purpose. I was given this gift of life. So I totally just wake up and say, what can I do? Who can I serve? How, and I'm, it might not, I might not be going anywhere, but the people under my roof, I serve them real good today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Across you, if I teach you yoga, if I come across you in my work, anything I do, I believe that that was ordained because when my time is done, that means I've completed my purpose here. So, whatever mm-hmm. my is, I better wake up and do it and not just wah, 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 another day, another dollar. I don't want to, I don't ever want to think, like yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Let, letting go of, you know, like what what you think others think about you, you know, letting go of, of all those, like, Oh my goodness. Oh, you know, like, what are they thinking? What are they saying? What are they doing? That would stop you from living your best and giving in your all. You know, I have learned to just, just do me and do me so well and just do what makes you happy. That's self love. You know, the fear of pleasing you know, make, making sure everybody's happy, making sure everybody's taken care of, making sure, you know, like you're liked by the, by your so-called friends, quote unquote, on Facebook or Instagram, you know, that's just not living your life to your own potential. Yeah. So, so I've, I've realized too, like, you know, Hey, just, I serve me well, you know, if waking up at 4am to go to the gym every single day, my cup is full to come home and serve the people I love and to pass it on to serve the people and to just show love and gratitude to the people around me. You know, and then you, so you talked about the fear of living life to your potential. That's also another fear, you know, that I have. And I make, I just make a point, you know, just an intentional point that I have to live today as though it's the last day. You know, I have to give it my all. And sometimes I fail. You know, sometimes I'm just not my best. I'm not my 100%. But then I am doing things and I'm moving forward and I'm just making sure I'm not distracted by the smallest things. You know, I'm not upset or, you know, just like not, yeah, not being distracted by the smallest things, but being there and just being intentionally at you know, it's so, it's so crazy. Like the moment you realize that you have breath and you're breathing, then therefore go and live to your, your life to the fullest. There is no reason for you not to live your 100%. You know, the moment you lie, you realize that you're breathing because this <sighs> breath is so important. And we've just realized it this year, right? I, and I, I, I tell this in my yoga class all the time, that not acknowledging your breath is like someone giving you a huge gift and you don't even look at it. You just, you're just using it. But when you really, really take the power in your... Before you react... 
you will react differently. For me, before I react to something that angers me, I take a big breath and my reaction is different all the time. But if I'm just going and going and going, when I forget my breath is when I am tired. Mm-hmm. When I am not intentional about, about really, really being engaged in the moment. But being present, being totally present is acknowledging your breath. And mm-hmm. here and say, oh my God, I'm grateful for this conversation I'm having. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I'm grateful to be here talking with you. Mm-hmm. So, so being present, that's yeah. so key. Yeah. And we fail to live present, the present. Okay, before we move on to gratitude or fearlessness, um, fearlessness, is that did I say it correct? Fearlessness. Okay, let's talk about the fear of success and fear of failure. So those are some fears that people have, the fear of success, you know? And, and I'm thinking, like, we all want to be successful. Yeah. Everybody. There's not one person that does not want to be. Maybe, I don't know, but I think we all want to be successful. And why would someone not want to be that? Why would someone fear being successful? Probably is the way I would would phrase that question. Number one, you have to define your success. Success Mm -hmm. is different on everyone. Mm -hmm. And once you define your success, then I say it goes back to the fear of not being ridiculed. Mm Mm-hmm. Because once you stake your claim that you're here, you have to follow through. Mm-hmm. And that you've said, it's, let me give an example, a visible example of, of, of success. Let's say Oprah Winfrey is a billionaire. We all, can all agree on that. Once you've gotten to that level of success, now you have to maintain it. And that requires work. And that commitment, it's kind of scary. Mm-hmm. What am I afraid of? succeeding in the fear of being judged, you know, by the people that have done that before, or maybe the fear of being judged by your spouse or your significant other. Mm, or your f- true. Now it's coming to me. Now, when you gave that example, now it makes a little more sense because I have a huge passion about fitness. Mm-hmm. I love fitness and I've tried it in so many ways and I've tried to help others in so many ways Um, And I've found ways that are successful for me that I call successful for me. And some, and the more I know people that are successful in that world, the more I tend to be a little more cautious because Mm. it's huge that I was like, oh, I love what she's doing. I'm not ready for that because then I'm going to have to put a hundred hours into that every week and And then you shrink yourself i've seen that that is a definite fear um not so much of others being uh calling it ridiculous if i commit fully then i'm gonna have i need to deliver i will have to deliver and i feel like i'm going to um be um, unsuccessful in other parts of my life if I go at the speed that I desire. That makes sense. I don't know if Mm -hmm. it makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. So it's just the fear of you stepping into that Mm -hmm. because then you know 
I mean, even though you have so much potential, even though you know you can deliver, but it's something that stops you from getting there, getting to that point. And you're not the only one. I mean, a lot of people have that fear too, you know, the fear of just diving in and just being successful, you know, because then you start thinking of all the huge, probably it's just like everything that comes with success. Yeah. You know, and it's just like a whole load. Maybe this is why people don't step into the unknown because then they fear of just the commitment that comes with it. And then they'll say, you know what? I am not going to do that. I am not going to start this. I'm not going to do this. Or maybe they just, it's so funny because this is how I feel like your mind can just go big. You can be anything and do anything anything that you want to do. But then the reason why we, it's probably, we just don't have the time. We don't have the resources. We, we don't have, um, the potential. We just, we just don't have that motivation. And then we just fear of diving in to be successful. This is why um, I'm going to say just, you have to motivate yourself, you know, and I'm just like in just a vast array of businesses. You have to push yourself. You have to do it. You have to jump. Maybe that's not your passion. If you fear being successful. Ah, that's so deep. There's so many, so many angles to that, but I, what I know for sure is, if it's important to you, you will make time for it. Girl, <laughs> you know, we're both from Africa, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, I can say some Zimbabweans, I, I can't speak for Nigerians, but Zimbabweans fear success, you know, because they don't want relatives coming for their money or coming for and asking them, <laughs> you know, like, you know what? I am not going to publish. Like if you win the lottery, you know, don't announce it in the newspaper because they're coming for me. (laughs) That is so crazy. But you know what? It's that's so deep. That's a whole topic on its own. Yeah. I want to talk about that some more, but I've, I called the whole universe, my university because I'm, yes. I'm always learning and I see people that I call successful in a field that I admire one way or the other. And the only thing that they put into that is time. Yes. Investment in what they want to do, but it's not, then you have to really choose what you call success. That's why defining success is the first thing you do before you into it. Because there's some people that are so successful in their business but I don't admire the entire life because mm-hmm. it requires balance. So for them, it, that's successful. But for me, if I have to, from the angle of their life that I have the view of, I, I, I don't want it because the overall is not what I call successful. Mm-hmm. Overall for mm-hmm. me, it requires balance. I really I really want to be successful in my business, but more important, I want to be successful at home. Mm. That's important to me. Being successful at home is for me the deal, the, the deal, deal breaker, non-deal breaker that for sure I want, I don't want to compromise the success of my children, the success of my marriage, the success of my home. That creates, that helps me to know that first. 
to create the balance that I need before I invest that time on my other projects. Because then others for me is just others. Those things that are important to me in this season, of course, this time will change. In just 10 years, the kids, all the kids are going to be in there on their own, doing their own things. Everybody is self, you know, can self-direct and self-motivate and do all that. But in this season, I know that my definition of success is mostly at home. So whatever offer, no matter how, I'm going to consider that before I say yes to it. So mm-hmm. why everybody's success is different. And for some yeah. people that are there, it's going to be, for right now, I want to be that and make eight, seven digits, whatever it is that that mm-hmm. is successful. And then we have to respect that. That's why you can't judge people because what's important to everybody is different. And one exactly. is not better than the other. Exactly. So I think um, redefine, define or redefine success. What is successful to you? And then get on with it and step and move forward and face that fear that you have. You know, it's just the same. It's the same way as fear of failure. We are all going to fail. Failure is a good thing. If you look at it, I mean, you learn from your failure. You learn from the mistakes that, I mean, I've learned so much from my failures. You know, I've learned like what not to do and what to do. So you can learn so much from your failures and then just um, not be afraid of failing. So if it's something that you want to do, do it, but don't be afraid. Take that risk and look forward and just jump. You know, I love that. Um, I'm not sure, but I'm, 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 I'm going to call it jump. The YouTube on Steve Harvey that he talked about just jump and just move and just do it. It's on YouTube and I think it's called jump by Steve Harvey. And that's kind of a motivation for people. Just go for it. Yeah. We yeah. have a saying in yoga that says just jump and the net will appear. Yeah. So it's, if you're waiting for the net, it's going to be, it's going to be, there's going to be so many excuses. It's just, that's how we as humans are. But just to, realize this one good life that you've been given and then, and then spend it wisely. And part Mm -hmm. of afraid uh, to be bold enough to say yes to your yeses Mm -hmm. and hell no to your no's. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Not everything deserves a yes in this season or your next season. Or let's just say in 2021, you know, not everything will, des- will deserve a yes. You know, I mean, this, see it. <laughs> the what? I said, the, like, say yes to the things that you really want to say yes to. And say and no to the yeah. things you want to say no to, you know, and, and don't even worry about, oh my goodness, if I'm going to say no. What are they going to think? Or what am I going to do? Or what's this going to happen? Or I'm going to lose a friend. Or I'm this. It's it's just like do what makes your heart happy. And that's all self-love, you know? I agree. I that's agree. all self-love. So um, we're moving on to... Um, so this week, I mean, we talked, we touched just a little on on grateful because we're in November and... Everything is just gratitude, gratitude, Christmas, Christmas, joyful, you know. So, so 2020 has been a year of so much experience and it's something that now we're reflecting, we're reflecting on 
as we're winding down and thinking of gratitude, thinking of, you know, what we're grateful for, um, how we're going to live fearlessly in our next season, you know, so we touched on the fears, a little on fears. So how are we going to move on fearlessly in 2021? And what are we grateful for in this season? Go, go for it. Well, before I even move on to the next season, I'm saying a little bit here to um, what lessons have I learned in this great once in a lifetime 2020, where, I mean, this, I hope, I pray this is the only pandemic in our lifetime and, Uh (laughs) and the, um, you know, the election 2020 that has revealed so much, uh, and the racial inequality and in, and injustice of our society. Uh, I feel like it's just a self-reflection reflection, meditating, being aware of who I am, what I stand for, and what I will not stand for. And uh, in this season, I think it's so important for, again, my family is so important to me. So the thought of the the conversations I've been having with my children is um, to always trust the instincts within them. Because sometimes leadership might not be the best, you have the instincts, the Holy Spirit, the guts, whatever you want to call it, for you to make the right choices. And you must be still enough for that voice to be loud enough within you for you to make the right choices. And um, so for us, it's kind of a unique season because, um, there, you know, Michael practices medicine. So the reality of cultural and we are very faithful family. We love God. We love church. We love everything about it. And um, the the, um, the some of the belief system that does not align with my deep belief system that is going on in the world has helped me to just kind of quiet down and know that institution is just that institution. So don't put all your eggs in one basket. Uh, We are, uh, our core values, we have to be very strong in that to know what you believe in. We're very conservative. We're very black. We're very liberal. It depends on the issue. So we're not attached to any party or any any strong um, institution. Let your compass be within you. And don't let this world that you cannot trust sway you one way or the other. Love is the real foundation and God is love. So that quiets down all the noises. And if it's not lovely, it's not God. Don't do it. That's it. Keep it simple. And the church might not even be kind. If it's not lovely, don't do it. Don't believe it. God is love. The end. Now you go. (laughs) So good. So reflection, you've touched on reflection. And as I reflect the same thing, um, what you're reflecting on, it's something that I just get to experience, you know, just something that I'm just sitting down and just, you know, listening as you're speaking 
and then thinking that, you know what, it's this just the same thing. I've learned in 2020, not everyone is a friend. Not everyone that says their friend is your friend, you know, not to fit in where I just don't belong. Learned, let go, let it go, let them go. And it's something that, you know, it just has been so unique in my household. We're just the same, the black, blackesty, black, black family. I mean, we're love, we love God. You know, we're not aligned to a party like, okay, we're strictly for the right or for the left or whatever, you know, whatever party that there is. <laughs> but we're for God. And we're for just like, you know, I'm just reminded um, about this verse, you know, love your neighbor as you love yourself, you know, and that's just the greatest commandment. And love has filled this year. For the past four years, I've not seen a reflection of love. You define love anyhow you want to, but for the past, it's just been so tough on a certain group of people. And some of the groups, they can't see that, you know? And this is like, now it's just so obvious, like, hey, we all love the same God. We all pray to the same God, but why isn't love there? Why can't we live just this one greatest commandment to love your neighbor as you love yourself the same way as wearing a mask? You know, if I love myself to see myself, you know, like, hey, I need to protect. I need to be healthy. I'm going to wear a mask because I'm going to not just protect me, but I'm protecting my neighbor because I love my neighbor. So many people have died. You know, just by carelessness, you know, not washing your hands, not wearing your mask, spreading, you know, this pandemic, spreading this, you know, COVID. We're not doing, we're not reflecting what God has told us to. And I feel as a nation, it's just like, it's too much that we need to just sit back and just reflect. You know, sit back and reflect, what is the greatest commandment? Why am I here? What? am I supposed to do? I am not going to go out there and stand up on the mountaintop and try to make you believe what I believe as in my political views. You know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to stand up there and try to like push you to like, okay, this, 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 this. But if there is no love in your tone, if there's no love in your voice, then everything is empty. You know, so, so by loving my neighbor right now, I'm going to start small. I'm going to wear my mask, even though it's the most uncommon thing to do, but I'm going to do it. You know, people that I see struggling out there, you know, if someone needs help out there, I'm going to help. I'm going to share a smile, a smile, please. And thank you. You know, just those small little things. And I'm not going to make my social media a platform where the enemy can just come in and out. I'm going to share peace and love on my music. You better preach to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I think we, I think we're a reflection. Yeah. We've overcomplicated things as a, as a group of people, as a nation, as, uh, 
as a people of God, I feel like, you know, that there's that scripture um, that says uh, God's ways is not our ways and our ways are not God's ways. Mm -hmm. His ways are higher. Mm -hmm. And I'm so grateful for that. Mm -hmm. if, because if God was one of us, life will have no meaning. Mm -hmm. If, if, um, if we, if the, just, I, I'm, I'm totally independent in the, in my mindset. When I say this, when the red prays so hard for the same thing and blue prays so hard for the same thing and God's will be done. God's will be done. On whatever, either you like it or you don't. Or not. And you and his to this one good God and let his will always reign in your life. Either you like it or you don't. Yeah. And you know what? God, at the end of the day, God is still God. He's God of the yellow, the pink, the purple. He is God. He is in control. So much as you're praying for one particular color. You have to pray for the people in authority of the other color. Share that love because God is God, you know, and at the end of the day, God will make the ultimate decision. We need to be united. We need to be, you know, like really we have to like come together as just one. You know, so, so, so this is why I'm just like, you know, back to that verse, you know, love your neighbor as you love yourself. And love has been so distant, you know, it's just about me, 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 mine, 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 what, 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 you know, I mean, it's just like, we, 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 we just stopped caring for people out there, seeing how the hurt are hurting, you know, when we lost George Floyd, you know, when we lost all the millions that died from COVID, when we lost Brianna Taylor, when we lost all these people, you know, people are hurting, but we're just kind of like, no, 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 that's not true. Me, 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 this, 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 this. And we're fighting. Yeah. And I think, I think the character of God is, uh, it's the way we can choose, pick and choose how the character of God will be. There's the fruit of the season that, uh, of the, of the fruits of the spirit that says if it's kind, if it's uh, love, kindness, joy, gentleness, and then we choose when we want to abide by it. And we choose, I remember the day, the very day, the very afternoon that I heard about George Floyd and literally my heart broke like, Oh my God, I hope this is free. I hope this is not happening right now. And a very prominent person that I loved and respected said, um, there are two good, there are two people on both sides. And mm -hmm. immediately, without even reflecting on the loss of the life that took mm -hmm. eight minutes, 46 seconds, immediately put a picture of a cop that says they're good cops. Of mm -hmm. course they I respect good cops. My gosh, I pray, I pray for good cops. I bring coffee yes. to Yes. I love I, my cops. I'm yes. thankful for them. Mm -hmm. Black Lives Matter. Both lives are displayed and one took the other. You have to see evil and call evil for what it is. Mm -hmm. But in the moment, in the same day, within 24 hours, less than 24 hours, you said there are good people on both sides and you put the picture of a good cop. Mm -hmm. Or a good cop. I say empathy, sympathy, and sometimes stop your own narrative. Just mm -hmm. stop the story you're telling yourself so you can hear other people 
because love, what did what did uh, Will Smith say that I really respected? That L-U-V. Mm-hmm. Listen to other people and validate them before you spew your own narrative. Keep that narrative to yourself first. Seek, seek to understand. Mm-hmm. You're understood. Mm-hmm. I, and I don't think Will Smith is no, is no Christian. Mm-hmm. The atheists of the world are doing God's work better than Christians. Ouch. Ouch. Anyways, I think we've reflected today, child. Girl, we have. Mm-hmm. That's just a huge reflection. I mean, we mm-hmm. have reflected. And um, so let's let's move on quickly to gratitude. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the things that I'm grateful for this year, if you had asked me last year, totally different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A whole mindset shift mm-hmm. this year. And I want to hear it. And even, um, even my children, you know, it's so crazy. So today I, I was like, just write your, your um, Christmas list, you know, because quote unquote, we have one kid that still believes Santa. So, you know, hey, we need to prepare for that. So just go ahead and um, write your Christmas list. And I tell you, they thought more of doing things for other people than for themselves. Mm. You know, they thought more like, what can we do mom this season to just go? Because, you know, we're, we're in, we're in a pandemic, middle of a pandemic. And, you know, they're thinking, what can we do to reach out and help and serve and just, just be, you know, the hands and feet they're Mm -hmm. thinking. So it's, it's the year that, you know, I mean, instead of writing their Christmas list, they're, they're all reflecting on what can we do to serve and help other people. Yeah. So, so that touched me, you know, because I am so grateful for, I'm, I'm grateful to be here to see all this yeah. 2020. I'm so grateful for the lessons that I have learned because they have made me so strong. I mean, they have made me, just like stronger than I was before, more confident in who I am as a black woman, as a mom, you know, married to a black man, you know, raising two black boys and a black girl, you know, I, it just made me so proud, proud as to just be a woman of color, you know, and just walk out there and just be so proud And it also has made me realize people that look like me, that, you know, that, that speak the same language that look like me also makes me see them and realize that I see you, you know, I see you woman of color and I am going to support you. I'm going to help you whatever business it is. So that has made me, you know, just like think like, you know what, if you're doing this and you're starting a business, you're doing this. I see you and I am going to support you and I'm going to help you. So it has made me shift my mindset to help people who look like me that are struggling, you know, because I see them, I see them now. So last year or two, so many years ago back, I mean, I was just like, Hey, you know, whatever. But then now I'm like, you know what? I see you. We're struggling. We're in this together. And I'm going to pull you up and I'm going to push you up. 
and I'm going to lift you up. So I am thankful. I'm grateful for the lessons that I've learned. And grateful, so grateful for the breath that I have. That I'm living each day intentionally. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that, that will preach. That's so good. That's so good. And even as you say that, I have, sometimes I feel like I'm having an out-of-body experience this year because I look, I'm able to look outside of myself and now my, my decisions are made from a eternal perspective, if that makes sense to you. Mm-hmm. I'm always on my last day. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes sense to you. I'm on my last day thinking that was worth it. Mm-hmm. That was good. Mm-hmm. And it helps me to move forward in love. And I realized that um, even me, that I, 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 needed a, I needed to get my, my narrative, the what I believed I needed to share that. And I, I, I learned this year that, no, sometimes you just hold on to what you've learned and grow with what you've learned. And it's more internal. I don't even have the words for it yet. Mm. Something inside of me that makes me just beam with gratitude. I look at my four children and I'm overwhelmed at the grace of God that everyone is healthy. My husband sees COVID patients every day, tons of them every day. And the grace of God to just come in and just be, be uh, strong and healthy. And I just, I beam at my mother that lost her husband of 53 years and the grace of God in her to dream again, to live, to, 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 to begin again. And I'm overwhelmed by, um, by friends like you. I really am. I'm overwhelmed because um, I'm able to be vulnerable. I'm able to expose my heart and I'm able to receive correction, sometimes life-changing corrections on, on my thinking. And, um, and I'm open, I'm open to growth. I'm open to thinking differently. I'm open to being my best self. I'm open to being bolder in my expression of life. So I'm just, you know, I still don't have the words. It's everything that you've said, being proud but more importantly, being internally rooted. Mm-hmm. That's that I don't even know where we're going, but I know God is there. God is there and God is in control. Yeah. You know, and I just want to, you know, yeah, I just want to add that too. Like God is so in control. It's he's always, he has always been, Yeah. yeah. you know, and it's so beautiful that that God is just for us. You know, we are so loved by God, you know, and the love that I want to show that love to, you know, if I fail to show it, I am going to do so much better as a human being, you know, to show love to not just, you know, not just to people that look like me or, you know, but just everybody. You know, just to just be that love and just speak love and show love, you know. So it's so good. This has been a great conversation. And when you started, you said 2020 has been exciting. And when you said that, I'm like, not everybody is going to understand. 
But at the end of our hour here or 40 minutes, I think exciting is a good word. You've chosen yeah. 2020. I it's agree with exciting. you. It has been. It's just the way you view things. And just, you know, talking to the viewers right now, um, just now be optimistic see things as so full you know the glass always full live that life you know be excited about everything yeah god is up something yeah i love you i love you more let's talk soon